Between the kids being home and hosting, everything in our house gets used up in summer. With Instacart, I can save money by stocking up on all my favorite summer brands. I save time by getting everything delivered in as fast as an hour. And I save myself a sink full of dirty dishes by stocking up on paper plates for the annual summer cookout. Save more on summer essentials? Spend more time enjoying summer. Add summer to cart. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, welcome to the brand new Five Heart Podcast live coming at you on a Thursday night, nine o'clock central, God's favorite time zone. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko. Joining me as always, our founder, our fearless leader. When you wave or when you see him, you wave. And if you're lucky enough, you bow down in his presence. John damn Johnson. Okay. Hi, Greg. What's up, you sexy son of a gun? Uh, it's June. Indeed, it is. It's the toughest. So accurate you are. It's the toughest month of the year. Why? Because there's no college football. None at all. College football is so far away. It's so far away. It's like you've been driving on a 36-hour straight trip without sleep, and then you're like, "God, we're we're getting closer, but it's just so far away." But it's it's closer than it was last month. There was no college football yeah, in May. Okay, that's neat. That's neat. There was baseball in May. Okay, okay. Well, to distract me. You said now there's just a void. You said there's no college football. You didn't say there's no college sports. Well, the the you could pay attention to the college world series, I guess. But hmm. I'm going to have to uh, somehow sneak into your system and make sure that uh, uh, next week it says John Damn Johnston instead of just John Johnston. Oh, okay. John, we're glad you're uh, here with us. We're glad you're upright and above ground. Gave us quite a start last week. Why? Because you took the week off and you're not supposed to do that. Well, I, you know, as the season approaches, I told Andy Monday night that we need more people to rotate in, into this and around that know what they're doing. The good people of the Five Heart Podcast fan club, the Chatterfields, the listeners, the viewers, they demand John Johnston. Do they? You should have seen That's... the comments. Did you, did you watch last week's show? No. Did you not see the comments? Every other comment was, where's John? I hope he's okay. No, it was not. It wasn't be really? back next week? It, it, was, it was very John heavy. <laughs> That's kind of terrifying. John uh Josh Hansen says if John's not here, we Jesus. riot. No, you don't don't listen to the second half of that comment, just the first half. If John's not here, we riot. Well, I'm for riots. And and John Schmidt says we do. Uh okay, I'm here. In, in regards to college football, Owen Walker says it's so far away, and we're all forced to look at the world. That's it. That's exactly it. He is exactly right. I did a video a year ago about how sad it is to be in June and the sadness of not college football season. And he is exactly right. There is nothing to distract us from the shitty world that is out there. 
that we're just like, you know, part of. And then you're just like, can I have some football? No. Can I, is baseball? No, there's nothing. And then you just go sit in the bathroom again and cry with a towel in your mouth. Is this your seasonal depression area or era instead of, you know, is. like, like January, February? Yeah. Okay. Uh, by the way, Terrell Farley's taint, uh, who was the first among the commenters, uh, shout out to the taint man, uh, said, uh, ditto the riots. So yeah, you're, you're, you're not just John damn Jossie. You're really, we're gonna have to make, maybe change that up going forward. John gosh, darn beloved individual Johnston. You know, I, you know what I did today, day, day, day. <laughs> Stuttered. The English, the English is being horrible. Okay. You know what I did today? Part What'd of the do? day. Well, I worked on Oracle database servers and, and firewalls and all sorts of stuff. But part of my day, I literally, I subscribed to motion array where we can pick off like short video clips of things to stick in videos. And I literally went through a whole bunch of video clips to try to make a depression about lack of football video. <laughs> and here's, here's the names of some of these Uh oh, pensive man on train, oh, sad man, sad man with beer, lazy man, eating cake, <laughs> lonely woman, drinking from bottle, tired man, eating breakfast alone. Uh, man lying in bathtub. <laughs> I just hope that in in the bathtub, uh, the waters is clear or at least soapy, and not, you know, sometimes what depressed people do in bathtubs, John. We don't want that. That's a little too far. Petey says he's still in the office. Okay, hey, that's fine. He'll he'll join us when he can join us. He's he's working. He's in he's in the North Country, uh, not Canada, but San Francisco, which is north for him. I think it's only a 17 hour drive from uh, his house to San Francisco. So, um, by the right? way, uh, yes. show off your shirt that you're rocking there. No, I was oh, you know what? You know what? Here's the thing. This is the red man killing mastodons. And I think that there is too much red here. So I the one you're going to send me is going to be black. Well, I think what we're going to do is we're going to take this and we're going to uh, change some of the colors up. So I'm going to remove the red because this is just too much red, isn't it? Well, it's a red shirt. It looked better yeah, but on the black I shirt. I mean, I think that it would be better with like a black helmet and maybe something or not this red around the ear type things. Again, the, the original mock-up. I like red shirts. Well, that's fine. But the original mock-up was on a black t-shirt. And yeah. it looked great. By the way, uh, we're complaining about this one, but you can get your uh, merch, get your shirt at cobbycorn.com. And as you see the ticker there on the bottom, use the code MONDAYNIGHT623 and get 15% off of your order. And that's not just the man-killing mastodons, but if you need one of those sweet <laughs> cobby uh, 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 sweatsuit outfits or a hoodie or a bandana or uh, um, mankini, uh, the, John has graciously uh offered to not model for us uh, we appreciate that but should i get the black one out john what phrase that question please the black shirt okay yes <laughs> john, by the way if you're wondering what the uh, uh the mankini looks like it's 
Cobby, the corn cob, strategically placed. That's about all we can tell you about that. Um, what? Keep no, going. You can't see me. No, I, we can't see you. Uh, but living in Omaha, Dave, Ma- David Matney says, we will riot in the Corn Nation merch. Owen says, where is, oh, here we go, uh, talking about your uh, seasonal depression uh, images that you're looking for. Owen Walker says, where is, quote, man getting hit in groin with football? Uh, that's been the last 20 years of Nebraska fans. Uh, Owen, thank you for bringing that up. Um, Fred says, if John's shirt is rocking, don't come a knocking. Josh is being critical, uh, saying the red behind the ears should be different color. The rest works, in my honest opinion. <sighs> okay. See, there's this one. Okay. Um, I don't know. John, I'm going to let you read this comment. I don't want to. All right. Black mastodons are way more dangerous than red ones. It's probably true. We have, uh, oh, yep, yep, John was stripping. Uh, we got that out of the way. And uh, Fred says, yikes, John's getting the black one out. This is even rougher than my comments. Um, Josh wanted to know, is this an OnlyFans? No, because we're not charging for this. Like, isn't that how OnlyFans work? I don't know, John. I've never, ever <laughs> been on that particular service. <laughs> Which is not a lie. I know it sounds like a lie, but it's not a lie. Oh, um, okay. All right. Hey, we have an actual football-related question, John. Would you like Wait, to... What is to, it? Well, you started, so I know you see, you've seen it. Uh, Brando Sports World. Welcome back, Brando Sports World, or BSW, because we're lazy. Uh, I heard D'Angelo Evans was a great running back back in the day, had the potential to be one of the greats. What happened to him, John? I, off the top of my head, I don't know. I think he transferred away from Nebraska. Uh, okay. Chat GPT says, I'm sorry, but I couldn't find any notable information or references regarding a person named D'Angelo Evans, <laughs> which I think I want to say he went to transfer to a lower end college and then he honestly got in trouble with the law. But I am not sure. We'll, we'll look it up real quick. So, uh, according to, so he's still on. Huskers.com for the 1999 roster. Uh, Wichita native rushed for 8,473 yards as a prepster, uh, which beat Barry Sanders' mark. Uh, hampered by groin injury, posted the third best Husker mark as a freshman with 776 yards and 14 touchdowns in 1996. Sidelined by groin, inj- groin injury, he took a medical hardship and watched from the sidelines in 97. In 98, suffered a tailbone injury and turf toe that limited him to 218 yards in three games, had arthroscopic knee surgery after the 98 season and missed most of spring ball. With 994 career rushing yards, Evans just six yards shy, becoming the 48th uh, back in school history to amass more than 1,000 yards in his career. Um, saw limited action in the Holiday Bowl uh, in 98. Um, but, yeah, just looked like caught that injury bug. It's amazing how, uh, uh, like, there's there's no reason for the uh, Huskers.com to keep all this archived information. You know, outside of 
you know, they were on the team. Those were their stats. But, you know, they, it's like, if you wanted to know D'Angelo Evans' birthday, December 13, 1976. Um, he was Big 12 uh, Commissioner Fall Semester Academic Honor Roll in 96. And, uh, you know, good good head on his shoulders, 3.0 uh, uh, cumulative GPA. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where he went after Nebraska. Well, I looked up Dandy D'Angelo Evans and it said he was sentenced to 40 years in jail. I don't think that's our D'Angelo Evans. And then nope. uh, another D'Angelo Evans played in the NHL and he's gone. Probably not the same D'Angelo. You said no. NHL, right? Not NFL. N- eight NHL, yes. Okay. Um let's I'm going to I'm going to kill the ticker. So hopefully everybody's memorized copycorn.com Monday night 623 uh, John says that you have until June 23rd to take advantage of that offer. 15% off, not part of your order, your whole order. And that's impressive. Okay. What's next? I'm so glad you asked John. There's a, a bit of exciting news, exciting news, exciting, exciting news in Lincoln this week, John. Is what is are they getting a cracker barrel? They're getting a cracker. <laughs> Did the ones that are leaving the cracker barrel that's leaving Portland, they're moving it to Lincoln? No, I don't know what you're talking about with cracker barrels. <laughs> okay. <sighs> but Jordy Ball is coming home. Jordy Ball. Jordy Ball. That's what I said. Jordy Ball. Jordy Ball. Jordan Ball is coming home, a uh, uh, MVP of the Women's College World Series that, by the way, wrapped up, I think, less than a week ago as we're recording this. Um, And she has two years of eligibility remaining. And you talk about a shocker that I think that 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 could be a seismic shift in Big Ten softball. Well, from, you know, Andy's the softball guy on Monday night. He talked at length about how important that is. And I, you know, I've, I've, I've tried to stay off Twitter as much because it's not good for your mental health. And, but I mean, everybody looks at this and says, you know, this is probably one of the biggest athletes transfers in the history of mankind, at least involving Nebraska. And uh, certainly a person that, you look at it and you say this could make a difference in a sport. Listen, I don't think there's too many of us that have actually gone to softball games, in attended softball games. But uh, I think people try to follow at least what's happening with most Husker sports if they're good and if they get into the NCAA uh, tournament and stuff like that, if they're having a good season. I would hope that people end up going to more softball games, kind of like a Caitlin Clark Clark influence that you know Nebraska softball would have because they're they're really entertaining games and they're fun and the difference between that and baseball is um I how far away is a pitcher to the mound what is that 110 feet in 90 baseball yeah Uh, let's see it's 90 feet down to to first base so I think maybe like 65 I think it's I think it's 40 to 45 feet in softball it's really, it's short. And when you have a girl that can throw, I don't know, what do they throw, 65, 70 miles an hour? 
That's a really short time to try to swing a bat and get a hit. But it's an exciting game. And I think that two things about Jordy Ball coming to Nebraska. Number one, hopefully she brings the, the softball team up to another level. Uh, number Well, I guess three things. Number two, I hope that she influences other athletes to come to Nebraska in whatever sport they want to come to, not just softball. And uh, number three, I forgot because I'm all <laughs> now number three, number three, I'm, I'm just going to be, uh, this isn't negative, but it's just a warning. All of the accolades and all of the stuff that we're going to put on this person before she's even done anything at Nebraska is just, you know, kind of cautious about how much pressure you apply to a person. Sure. However, at, at the same time, I'll, I'll say this, um, her, Leaving when she did, national champion team MVP, that is the equivalent, you know. It, all right, I'm gonna do my best to draw the parallel here. Just hang with me. Her leaving national champion Oklahoma, being the World, women's college World Series MVP, and coming to Nebraska is equivalent, in my opinion, to Bryce Young winning the Heisman and transferring to nebraska i mean it's it's that's the that that's the impact of of you know getting the best pro player on the best team coming to your school oh look at it look at this terrell farley tank guy junior high boys can consistently go yard with ease against the world's greatest softball pitchers you know they're not playing boys Wait, this is just that's a mixed metaphor thing. What the hell is wrong with you? I uh, I'll uh, see your comment and raise you <laughs> from Fred Sacco. If you offer me a knife fight versus going to a softball game, I take my chances with the knife fight. Okay, Fred. You know what? If if somebody said you could go to the softball game or watch Fred get into a knife fight, I'm probably gonna go watch you get into a knife fight just to say. Hey, you want to see a guy get into a knife fight live? Okay. Can we put that on the uh, Coronation YouTube live? <laughs> we'll stream it. Um, I think I think to, to respond to Terrell Farley's taint, I, you go to these games because they're entertaining, not because of some. I know a lot of you will probably say, I go to see athletes and, you know, it's an ego thing, I think. I go to see the best athletes and stuff like that. I guess I go to mostly sporting events just to be entertained. That's what I go for. And to taunt people, taunt other people. I believe every bit of that last part too. Yeah. Like if I'm in a mall somewhere and I see a guy wearing an Iowa shirt, I usually walk up to him. I don't care how big they are. And I go, did, uh, did somebody force you to wear that? Or did you put it on yourself? (laughs) I'll never forget. It was, um, it was Saturday. November 22nd, 2014. And I was in Chicago and I was at Shed's Aquarium. And I believe we were playing Minnesota. Might have been Wisconsin. All I know is that I was DVRing the game. I was in uh, Chicago uh, with my wife for her birthday. And I saw somebody wearing, I was wearing a Husker hoodie, obviously. uh, And somebody was wearing a Nebraska shirt. And I said, go big red. They said, go big red. And off we went. Because we're nice to each other. Right. John. 
Um, is that what it is? We're nice to each other? Not online, but in, in, in person, I think so. Um, yeah, so th- putting uh, Fred's knife fight on YouTube live, he, Fred says, please do and do commentary, John. He'd pay for that, and he's in the fight. Uh, BSW Brando's Sports World says, can you get a GoPro on and go to the Colorado game, John? I want to hear you talk all kinds uh, to the Buffalo fans. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go to the Colorado game, but I, I am going to plan on going to the Minnesota game. So maybe that, maybe that has something to do. Is that what they do when they wear? I'm going to find that out. Write that down. Okay. I'm putting it in my tick tick. Put it in your notes. You're, you're what? You're not, you can't say that. I can. Tick tick is a productive product productivity application. This one's for you, Fred. Okay. Uh, wear a GoPro to the Minnesota game. Just for all the uh, shit you can talk. And taunt them fucking Gopher fans. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, okay. folks? He, 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 will, uh, he will type it into his note machine just like that. Um, I want to back up to D'Angelo Evans real quick. Because mm-hmm. uh, TFT, Terrell Farley's taint, did say, got in a piss- pissing match with Frank, uh, quit, and went to Emporia State, then blew out his MCL and ACL. I also saw Emporia some... State, there you go. I also saw something in the uh, comments about how he put on a lot of weight after some of those injuries. So, I think it's hard for these guys to, you know, when they, they get injured and try to come back from that stuff, it's just impossible. <sighs> okay. Are you are you ready, John? I'm ready for it. Can we talk, about how, can we talk okay. about how it's not just uh, etched in stone at Memorial Stadium, but how Nebraska truly does have the greatest fans? We could talk about that, yeah. Yeah. All right. Buckle up, everybody. We got numbers to back it up. Uh, came across this series of tweets, and I thought this is this is important to share with the good people of Coordination. John, while I'm doing this, I'll, you're in charge of comments. No pressure. Um uh, Stu Manji said, what? Go ahead. Says 368 different schools compete in some combination of D1 men's baseball, uh, basketball, and football, or women's basketball, softball, and volleyball. Since 2013, Nebraska ranks number one in average attendance for men and women across those six sports. A thread. This is slide number uh, one of three. Slide two, if we could be so kind, Mr. Producer. Oh, wait, that's me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nebraska men rank eighth in baseball, 11th in basketball, and 11th of uh, football, which is an average uh, rank of 10, uh, which is first out of 368 schools. And Nebraska women, uh, as fans going to women's sports, are first in volleyball, no surprise there, uh, 15th in women's basketball, 27th in softball, which is an aggregate score of 14.3, which is, again, first out of uh, the 368 schools. So the conclusion is that Nebraska is the best. But Nebraska is the only school to rank in the top 15 for five of the six sports, and only two schools appear in the top 15 four times, which are Florida and Tennessee, and eight schools appear in the top 15 three times, which is Alabama, Arkansas, Clemson, LSU, Michigan State, South Carolina, Texas, Texas A&M. So 
stick that in your tailpipe, uh, Ohio State. You good for nothing, sons of bitches. Um, well, and, and... you know, there's there's a few things about this. Oh, okay, I'm very interested. Number one, if number number one, number one, probably the response from a lot of other people who would be fans of other teams would be, "Well, you ain't got no pro sports. No wonder you go to all these college events." To Mitch, my response is, "What? What do you need pro sports? You get to pay for billions of dollars of stadiums, and then you have to pay with that shit for taxes. And then the Minnesota Vikings disappoint you every fucking year of your life." Every year of their existence. Well, can, every can, year. Can I piggyback on that? I ha- I haven't done the math. Like I haven't. Uh, I was gonna say MapQuest, but that would date me. Um, but I haven't. You know, plugged it into my. I have no idea how far Tuscaloosa is from Atlanta. But there's nothing to do in Tuscaloosa. Like they ain't got no pro sports. You know, Starksville. Uh, I mean, there there are a lot um, of schools out there that don't have professional you know team now it's what four and a half five hours from lincoln to kansas city is that pretty i think so yeah. fair what is it seven or eight hours to chicago it's probably shorter to minnesota to minneapolis yeah yeah so okay i mean get off our nuts about that stuff that's 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 a horseshit excuse um to say that you know oh that there's no you know, there's no pro sports around. Don't care. Uh, the why, other thing why, is, do, why do the Minnesota Timberwolves even exist? Um, I mean, they, they are literally just a terrible, terrible, terrible franchise. Poorly managed. They just, they suck. They're terrible. They, there's no prospect to them, it seems like, of them ever getting better. So I, that, when people bring the pro sports thing up is, uh, I just kind of go, what, who gives a shit? You know, it's really expensive to attend those things. They're not. Uh, uh. The other thing about it is, is when people say, you know, they point out that, well, why is big Nebraska in the Big Ten? We should throw them out of the Big Ten. Well, you shouldn't, because I, I can tell you that when, you know, you show a, a college sports event that involves Nebraska, you're going to get viewership on Big Ten Network and that sells advertising dollars. Yep. So. If you threw us out, I mean, we'd just go somewhere else where somebody would pay us a lot of money to be, you dumb shit asses. There you go. Big Sky Conference. And I like the fact that Nebraskans like their college sports. I think college sports is a hell of a lot of fun. I agree. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be doing this. And we're all glad that you, we're all here because of you, John. If you think about it, we're all your children. Because we're all here because of you. You had the you sowed the seed. That seed grew into coronation, and because of you, we're all here. Uh, Fred says that he used to drink the best fans Kool Aid, and says, "quote We used to be the most educated IMO per old games where commentators would cite our football IQ, but overall, I think we're just decent, and that's it." Um, no, you're wrong, Fred. Sorry. Yeah, I you know when you, I think. I think if you actually go to games and you you talk to people about like penalties or what's going on during the game, I think Nebraska fans are, we're we're up there in terms of football knowledge. I I, I don't disagree. It might be insane. Yeah. And and, insane people, 
the insane people always make the best, like, you know, serial killers and things like that. And let me tell you, I'd much rather drink the Kool-Aid than have what happened in my house a couple Saturdays back where I made a gallon of Kool-Aid and one of the twins grabbed the gallon of Kool-Aid and thinking he was going to get a, a drink, dumped the whole thing on himself. And he looked like Carrie. Uh, and I had a gallon of fruit punch Kool-Aid or crystal light, which apparently has less sugar, uh, that I had to clean up. Well, me and my wife, it wasn't just me. Um, by the way, TFT says Tuscaloosa hotland is three hours or 207 miles. Lincoln to Kansas city is 197 miles. Oh, that's not very far then. No. Um, Fred says he doesn't want to think about you sowing seed, John. <laughs> well, we're all here because John sowed that seed. Yeah. And Fred also says that, John, you need to make a fighting dumb shit ass t shirt. <laughs> oh, I'm getting hell from Josh because Crystal Light isn't made in Nebraska and he called me a jackass. Hey, it's not my choice. I don't. I, I don't do the grocery shopping. Last time I went grocery shopping, it was over $300, and I got banned from the grocery store. <laughs> uh, Josh also says that he followed me here, so uh, in, in a sense, John, you're his grand seed. Oh, my God. You see what happens in June? See what happens when there are no sports? This is the kind of shit that happens when there's no sports on. I'm sorry. Uh, TFT, by the way, this is great. Uh, I, I love the comments. TFC says, Fred, have you ever been to an IO game? 90% of those folks can't even breathe through their nose. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, Owen, we all came from John Seed. Well, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> and Fred did follow up, uh, 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 TFT's. Uh, question by saying, I wouldn't go to a game in Iowa City. Sweet piece of meat like me <laughs> wouldn't survive one quarter. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> before the before the mongoloids violated me. Uh, TFT uh, said he followed Tweety here, so does that make me the bastard? John, I'm going to let you answer that one. He's supposed to be here, so you're not just you're not illegitimate or anything. He should be here. You if get a it, hold of him and you tell him what's for. Uh, Terrell Farley, Stan, if that's the type of uh, uh, emotional relief that you were hoping for tonight, um, you're not illegitimate, but it's your responsibility to track him down and get him here. <laughs> uh, all right, so. We had to back up a little bit. Fred did ask the question. By the way, I'm working with a, an artist friend of mine. We're actually going to have a, a graphic for this uh, segment starting hopefully next week. Uh, and it's called What's Greg Drinking Today? Because that's what Fred wants to know. Greg, what are you drinking? I'm having an Aventinus. I Let me tell you. I am drinking the product of America's oldest. No, no. Not uh, occupation. Not silversmithing. Oh, America's oldest brewery. John? Check out that beautiful golden can. It's a yingling. It's a yingling. Yingling. They don't. Uh, so I was down in Kentucky last weekend, Louisville area, and going to see a buddy of mine. And I'm actually in a liquor store. I said, What's your poison? He said, What, like alcohol? I said, Yeah, I like alcohol. He's like, I have everything. He said, I've got vodka. I've got rum. I've got tequila. I've got bourbon. I've got an abundance of beers. 
He's like, I got fireball. I said, okay, I'm going to get some stuff for me. And I ended up bringing home a case of Yingling. Uh, they don't sell it in Illinois, but conveniently they skipped Illinois and went straight to Missouri. So if I want, I'll have to go into Missouri to try to find some. But when I go down and visit my buddy, I'm just going to start bringing cases back. So cilantro to you all. Okay. I toast uh, I toast you, John, and, and everyone here. In June. In June, for God's sakes. What? It's June. It's dead. It's like the deadest time of the year for anything. Unless somebody's getting arrested. Uh, Terrell Farley State says America's oldest occupation is prostitution. Not true. That's the world's oldest occupation. America's yeah. oldest occupation is, in, in fact, silversmithing. I've, I've done the research on this. Don't ask me why or how. Also, if you believe that. Oh, I'm going to believe it just because I, I don't know how to argue it. I appreciate that, John. John, what else do we want to say about the greatest fans in college sports? Most most loyal, more, most dedicated, by God, the five hardiest of all. Well, I, you know, I, I think Nebraska fans are completely batshit insane. Uh, the reason, one of the reasons why I've stayed off Twitter is because, uh, I mean, it seems like we can't go three or four days over there without a massive amounts of drama over not many things. So, uh, I, there are guys over there and, and that's what, if that's what they want to do, that's fine. I can't do Twitter as much because it just gets sucked into things and then I get nothing done. And I do have a really big list on tick tick. So there you go. I need to get those things done. Every time you say tick tick, I really mean I really expect you to mean tick tock. So I'm very confused. But it's tick, it's a productivity app. I know it. It sure sounds like it. Uh, I I gotta say I don't get on Twitter. Um, for those of you who want to engage via social media, like I, the only time the official number five heart podcast Twitter. Uh, profile or account is active really is during a, a Nebraska football game. Um, if I'm watching another Nebraska athletic competition, I'll pop in periodically, but usually it's mostly reaction to something going on in the football game, but I do get notifications from other Nebraska related things. And so it was actually a, uh, a tweet from Husk guys, all one word that led me to the uh, information from Stu Manji about Nebraska's uh, being number one in attendance. For men's and women's sports. So Husk Guys is one of the pipeline jerky guys. It is. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. You mean this delicious pipeline jerky? <laughs> this <laughs> honey barbecue rough. pork jerky? Uh one 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 sign, one sign that uh, actual football season is not too far away. Come on, I had this. Uh is that we got well, number one, they're releasing volleyball schedules, but also we got notification that uh, you can apply to get the credential for Big Ten Media Days. Oh, are we going to go? Not that, I, I, I'm not going. I'm a busy guy. I have all this list and tick tick to fill out. <laughs> wait, wait, John, is that an actual work list or is that yeah. like your, your side hustle list? No, it's it's my entire life is contained in a list. Can I can I ask a, a personal question? You can ask anything. Doesn't mean you'll answer, right? Right. <laughs> What's at the very top of your tick tick? Oh, see, it's sectioned off. 
Oh, well, no. right now, the very top of it says, wear a GoPro to the Minnesota game and taunt them fucking Gopher fans. <laughs> oh, here's another one. Uh-oh. Here, here's, a, here's another one. Okay, just since you asked, uh, I was thinking about stupid videos I could do. And I, if you remember July 14th, 2021, I did a video about my reaction to Trev Alberts being hired. And I was not pleased with Trev Alberts being hired. And I, I thought, remember. you know, that was such a stupid reaction. I should actually do a reaction video to my reaction of the how bad I, a take I had about Trev Alberts. Because it's it, we're coming up on two years of Trev Alberts. And I, quite frankly, don't think that we could have hired a better athletic director. If you want a subject to talk about, I, I think that we Trev Alberts has been um, – the cat's meow, the, the, the shit, the, I don't know what phrases do you use? It's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Uh, the, the best invention since the wheel. I don't know if I'm we not, go that far. Well, he's been really good. Agree. I think agree. he's and, done a very, very good job. And when you do your short video and I'm not, I'm not opposed to discussing it right now or next week or whenever, uh, you've got to call it, you know, whatever, the the other headline was or title of it was dash revisited, so they know. Oh, is that dash back. revisited? You got, and then what you have to do is you have to introduce the video. I, I I don't watch a lot of YouTube, but I watch enough. You have to introduce the video, play the old video, and then come back and react to right your reaction. I I think we'll call it something like uh, reaction to homeless man's. <laughs> Reaction to hiring Trev Alberts revisited. <laughs> I like I like Fred's comment here. John's reaction to his reaction. It's inception level shit. Only Bob Diaco would understand with his adult mind. <laughs> I'm gonna hold the mic in my hand. It'll be really small. Maybe I'll hold it like this. Why Why is it so small in your hand, John? Do you have massively large hands? No, I was talking about Bob Diaco with that tiny little mic. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. just yeah. Because I mean, I hold. I hold mine and mine's, I don't know. I thought, I thought we, mine's, I guess, girthier. <laughs> well, you said you were holding your microphone. This, it was very this small. This is June. This is June. This is the way it goes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Some guy actually had a football thing. Oh, it's the Terrell Farley guy. What do you guys think in the comment section since you're here? I mean, what do you guys think of Trev Alberts? I think he's done a, a damn good job in the past two years. I mean, he uh, got in, he got in, he had to fire Scott Frost and that's what he did. Uh, I think that he did. a. a I think he made the right choice in keeping Fred Hoiberg around just because I don't know if anybody else better than Fred Hoiberg is ever going to coach basketball. The other thing we have not talked about is, is Will Bolt. Living in Omaha, David Mantney says, I agree, great hire. Like you, you asked the, the comments what they thought of it, and I literally highlighted uh, a, a Chatterfield reaction, and you just poof, blew right past well, it. I was going to come back to it. I, I'm not that addled. <laughs> okay, what you said. Kush King says, what? <laughs> did, you put, did you click that or did I? I, I clicked that. Okay. Uh, Josh says, I was so skeptical when he was hired, but I think he's killing it. 
And John Schmidt says, I'll let you know how I feel about Trev after three years of rule. That's a, you know, that's fair. But I think he came, he came into an athletic department that honestly was in disarray. When you look at all of it, Bill Moose was kind of absentee and, and there was a lot of stuff to clean up. And I think that he's, he's done a decent job of cleaning that up. uh, It's safe to say that the, Bill Moose and Scott Frost were, were kind of tied. To, like their fates were a little tied, right? We definitely know that Sean Eichhorst, uh, his fate was tied with Mike Riley. Is there, is there that type of, I don't want to say bond, but is there that type of, you know, like if. Are Matt we going to tie him? Yeah. If we're going to tie him to Matt Rule. Yeah. Or does I, it depend know, I... on how everything else is going? I think it. I think it does. I realize that football is the king, but we just had two women become national champions in track and field for the first time since what, two thousand six or two thousand three? Definitely. So one of those two years, you know, maybe I mean, another one. Who knows? I realize that's not a big feather in everybody's hat, track and field, but you know that that is a hit. Listen, if you're gonna if you're gonna say that you're gonna be excellent and like everything possible, then. It doesn't mean let's one team go to shit just because you don't care. We see that in other athletic departments all over the place, especially yep. baseball in the Big Ten. So I I think it's you need to have an athletic department that, that all kind of is moving in one motion in the same direction. And that is toward excellence, sons of bitches. I, I slacking. I uh I appreciate TFT's comment here about uh, uh Trev Albert. There's nothing I love more than an AD that pisses off the Omaha folks. <laughs> well, I... Not wrong. Wait, Let's there see. was a... okay. Uh Trev or Fred says Trev will outlast rule if rule doesn't work out. He knows how to play the game. That's um, probably a good point. But Vince here with the opposite says if rule fails, Trev will be out the door before him. Interesting. I guess I we I, we hope we never find out. Right. We want them all to be um, yeah. successful. Fred says, okay, honest reaction on Trev. I do not like him as a human. The way he fired Coach Denny at UNO was chicken shit because he was threatened by UNO's Osborne. At NU, he's doing okay. I don't have a reaction to that. Todd would be the one that reacts to that. Yep. It does. It did sound pretty terrible. I and mean, any, any of the uh, uh, wrestling people would probably have that reaction. Sure. Josh, Josh Hansen has a comment. Okay. Josh. <laughs> uh, am I supposed to highlight it? <laughs> is, is it? Okay. What is, I was making sure that Josh, that was. Josh. Josh. Josh Hansen says stopping the most insane, most of the insane leaks and other bullshit alone was impressive. You know, I have to agree with that. One of the, I will say that reaction video about Trev Alberts. uh, I realized later a lot of my anger was misplaced. And I, at that time at the athletic department, I think I said many times that this athletic department was so fucked up. They couldn't do anything for an announcement because people would leak it to the press faster than they could do anything. And that's something that had to stop. It had to, you can't run an organization like that. So I, I do say to think that they, again, they've cleaned up people that are looking out for themselves 
and doing a lot of uh, me, me, me stuff. And you, you can't have an organization that functions well when you're doing some, that kind of crap. Um, for his own uh, anonymity, I'm not going to say where he's living in, but David Matney says, who had or has the larger mess to clean up, Matt Rule or Scott Frost? Matt Rule. It, it, I really do think the jury's out on that because when, when Frost came – now, hear me out. When okay. Frost came – okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe the, maybe what we were told from the beginning when Scott Frost came in that first off season was all a bunch of hokum. But we we came out, let's see, 20, 2018 uh, season, and all we thought was like, man, we really had no idea how depleted the uh, uh, the cupboards were. Maybe they weren't that depleted. He just didn't know how to get you know, the most out of his people. Like, we don't know. I, I think you're right. To an extent, I think you're right. Matt rule is in much more of a, of a grander. Um, oh, I just had the word on my tip of my tongue, uh, damage control type of mode. But like, we weren't doing anything under Mike Riley, except for like Mike Riley's second year being the inverse of his first year, where all the, where Mike Riley's first year, none of the bounces went our way. His second year, all the bounces went our way, and we went to a bowl game. And his third year, we remember what happened. Lost to uh, Northern Illinois. Sean Eichhorst out. Eventually, Mike Riley out as well, or maybe the opposite of that. I can't, you know, flip that order. I can't remember. Um, so, I, I don't know. To an extent, yeah. I mean, I, it's just – it's not it, – prior to Matt Rule's hiring, it was not a pretty sight in Lincoln. No. And I'll say this again, in in that you, to use that vernacular that's been thrown around a lot the last few months, Matt Rule seems to be winning the off season, right? But the off season is not what counts. So let's see what happens in the fall. I Mike Riley didn't go around and embarrass the program every fucking where he went. That's true. Okay, when you have a guy who gets up at Big Ten media days, he has a chew in, he can't shave, he can't wear a tie properly and be paid five fucking million dollars a year, that's embarrassing to your university because it's not professional. And then when you get a guy that's allegedly too drunk to meet with the best recruit in the nation and that gets out and people talk about it all over the place, doesn't get published because nobody's got the guts to publish that shit. But it gets out. That's embarrassing to your program. That's the kind of shit that destroys relationships with people over the long run. So Matt Rule, Scott Frost, I don't think had to come in and try to repair relationships that Mike Riley broke. Matt Rule has to come in and repair uh, God knows how many relationships that were broken during that fuckhead's reign. So I think Matt Rule has a much tougher job. I think he's done a really good job so far. Now he has to win games, obviously, and that's really what it comes down to. And if he doesn't, we will look back on some of the stuff he's done as stupid. But, uh, you know, he didn't – Riley never embarrassed us. He never just flat out embarrassed us. I right. mean, you're up by 11 fucking points. You call an onside kick against Northwestern. The entire nation will remember that forever. Because right, we... you're an idiot. This is a, a a huge turnout in the comments, uh, so I'm going to try to hit them, uh, hit as many of them as I can, as quickly as I can. Uh, David Matney says, "I would say Matt Rule," and says John spot on. 
uh, John Schmidt on YouTube, uh, I think responding to me says I, I sound wrong so far. Probably not wrong uh, in that assessment, John. I'll, I'll give you the <laughs> I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Uh, ah, okay. Uh, Owen says can all agree that game was the first uh, uh, implications that we didn't have uh, any offensive linemen. Never had any ever since. Oh, the Northern Illinois game is what he was referencing there. Um, uh, by the way, TFT, uh, Terrell Farley Stane says, this is the John I'm here to see. And more in the start. Uh, I'm getting there, everybody, I promise. Uh, Fred says, uh, we've had broken culture here for freaking years, so it's a tough gig for whoever lands here. Um, but I believe did say, yeah, uh, Fred did say, I think Rule has the larger mess to clean up, but not by a ton. Both had uphill climbs. Uh, uh, TFT says rule has a larger mess, but an easier job because expectations are lower and the transfer portal makes it easier. I, I want to touch on that real quick. I do think expectations are lower, except for with me, because we all know I, I've said 15 and 0. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, this is not like Scott Frost coming in after just uh, you know going undefeated at UCF and – and coming back home, and and there was that, you know, Kool Aid, that Golden Boy type of aura around him. That I think everybody's like, two years, man, we're gonna be back. I remember Haas and I uh, talked about on this very show. It's like, yeah, the uh, I guess it would be his fourth year. So the twenty twenty one national championship game, which would have been played at the beginning of twenty twenty two. He's like, I'll see you in. Uh, new orleans or you know something like that like we were we we're tentatively making plans to get together and go watch nebraska win a national championship or at least play in the national championship game i will say this i think matt rules job is a little easier for that same reason that uh, terrell farley's taint said i feel like overall like we have high hopes below expectations do we we're drinking the Kool-Aid. People are like nine and three, ten and two for 2023. All right. I think it's a little that's a little crazy. If you remove my pre or mm-hmm. you know, not even preseason, my offseason predictions from the coronation crowd, the coronation contributor crowd, then our uh average like wins per you know for next season goes from like ten down to seven. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm an anomaly, John. I don't know if you know that about me or not. I'm an anomaly. I'm something that's a little special. I'm a little out there. I, I, I've noticed that of all of my <laughs> seeds. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to be a silver Fox like you. Uh, let's see here. Um, trying to clear out some of these. Let me know if I missed any of the other comments that have come in about this. This is great. By the way, uh, I don't know who exactly I, I don't remember who asked the question, but fantastic uh, question. Thank you. That was a great question. Whoever asked it, uh, Fred says, "My girlfriend just yelled downstairs," which answers a couple of questions that right there in the first few words. Uh, are you watching that white-haired Husker guy who cries on the toilet again? <laughs> <laughs> yep, God. we're very blessed to have you here, Fred. Uh, TFT says ten and two isn't crazy at all. Uh, Jose says seven wins and Vince says expectations may be lower for the first couple of years, but is the rope shorter before the hangman comes knocking? And I think a lot of that had to do with how that contract was structured, right? It was very, uh, much more weighted on the back end of the contract. So, you know, that, 
Yeah, I think that plays. Uh, I think I think it'll be interesting. I be, because we're going to live in two years. We're going to live in a completely different world than we had before, where the Big Ten is going to be. And I keep repeating this. That hopefully, people will pick up on it. And I'd I'd like some feedback on it. I think it's going to become much like a much more NFL environment where people are going to have to look and adjust their expectations about what they think a a successful season is. Like there's 12 teams going into a playoff. If you make a playoff, that's, it should be a successful season. You'd think, but if you're fourth in the big 10, you make the playoff. Is that a successful season? I didn't, you know, I those are the things that we're going to have to ask ourselves. You can't put it this way. 2025, you can no longer compare Matt Rule to Tom Osborne with any legitimacy. You can compare it by looking at records and saying, oh, Tom won nine games in 25 years. And Tom never played the kind of schedule that we're going to start seeing in 2024 and 2025 in the Big Ten. Just remembered I muted myself for a moment. Redwine65 says the 25 schedule could be a big mess. Uh, at Ohio State, at USC, at Michigan, UCLA, and Cincinnati. Somehow they didn't get Penn State in there. Um, Nate and I talked a little bit about this last week, John, but of course, since you were uh, uh, otherwise committed, um, your thoughts real quick for the th- for the Chatterfields out there about what those 2024, specifically 2025 schedules look like? Well, they look like what I just said. I mean, this is going to be a tra- it's going to be a tough conference. It's again, we're going to have is eight and four going to be a good season in this new conference. And, you know, I maybe is eight and eight a good season in the NFL. Well, it might be if you're like the Detroit Lions, you make the playoffs. Right. If you go eight and four and you make the playoffs in college football. Isn't that an adjustment of the new world we're going to be living in? Right. And and. I think with the addition of UCLA and USC uh, and the number of high quality, I mean, look, look here at the uh, 25 schedule. We have four high caliber uh, conference road games and Cincinnati, which is not, you know, a pushover. It, it really is going to start shining a spotlight, I think on the SEC and how, you know, they have one less conference game and they could, Look, money drives everything, and maybe in their next uh, media rights deal, the the CBS, I believe, is, is who it is. CBS Sports Network will say we want to see better matchups. And and I always I, I meant I referenced these two uh, schools last week. I apologize because it's not the most recent examples, but when Alabama was tuning up for the Iron Bowl with uh, a game against uh, Citadel, you know, one year yeah. and the next year Mercer or vice versa, you know, I was like, come on. Um, if, if I were CBS Sports Network or whoever was picking up that contract, I'd be pissed that, like, seriously, we've got, you know, uh, on, on the other station, we've got Wisconsin, Minnesota, you know, or something like that, or, or you know, Ohio State, right. Michigan, uh, you know, Penn State, you know, or, or Michigan, Michigan State, something like that. We have some really strong competition. You're going to throw a, you know, 1AA or, or a F, a FCS school in in the thick of, of come on um it's a week it's it's bush league week sauce i'm not here for it yeah it's going to be interesting i you know i think it's going to be exciting it's going to be hard 
and we're going to have to adjust our expectations and, you know, I, maybe we'll be, maybe we'll be in the top two who, you know, who, who knows what the future will hold. John, am I pulling you to the good side? Well, you know what I mean? Ohio state fans, Ohio state fans are completely crazy about, you know, Ryan day losing the way he did and he should be fired. There's some of those crusty, you know, on the, on the fringe people that might get louder. And then God knows what happens to Ohio state. Everything's cyclical. You know, it's our time to rise. Damn it. Cycle back up. Cycle back. Oh my God. I almost look like, yeah, you did cycle. (laughs) Cycle needs to go back up. Let, Let me hear you say it. What? Just one time. 12 and 0. 15 and 0, would you? 15 and 0. We're going to go 15 and 0 in 2024. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> All right. You know what? We are uh, almost an hour into this, and I still have one really uh, not important, but definitely fun uh, topic that I wanted to get to. John, you remember where you were the first game of the season, the first home game of the 1994 Nebraska football season? No. I mean, it's not a trick question. I'm like, were you in the stadium? Were you in Minnesota? What were was it? What, what, are you, what are we talking about? We're talking about the tunnel walk as it is today and has been for almost 30 years. Oh, my God. You know, a lot of my memories are missing. What was the game? The first game in the 1994 season? I, I don't know, John. Um, it, uh, I don't know. Let's, what was the first Hold on, let me go. I'm, I'm on Huskers.com. Let me pull up the 1994 schedule. Football season. This is this is not how I anticipated this part to go, folks. I was I did not try to get bogged down in the minutia. My apologies to you all. Oh, against North Texas, Nebraska won the game 70 to 21. That's what that's what Chat GBT is telling me. What does your thing tell me? Uh, I had a home game against West Virginia, the kickoff <laughs> classic. I'm I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. Uh, it was that was in East Rutherford. So the first home game it looked like in if this is the right one, 1994 uh, was UCLA September 17th. Does that sound pretty right? Oh my God, this is why you got to ask me these things ahead of time. Because anyway, regardless, I'm like, yeah. that's not the, the opponent's not the important. I want to okay. talk. I, I want to talk about Sirius by Alan Parsons Project. Okay, that was selected as the new tunnel walk song and has been in yeah. place uh for as i said almost 30 years now look i enjoy the song i get a kick out of the song i walked into my wedding reception to that song and i even touched a horseshoe that was at the head table so oh, don't wow look i i got to choose one thing for that day and it was the music that we walked in the reception to um so you know, I, I I get it. You know, it's it's famous for being the Chicago Bulls uh, starting lineup music for decades as well. Um, you know, all the Jordan run and, and et cetera and well past. Um, but as I look at other songs that have permeated into college football uh, stadiums in the years, I think of 1998. That's when they started jumping around Camp Randall. Right. In the year 2000. Virginia Tech started uh, coming out to enter Sandman to the point that they they create little seismic activities every time they do. 
Um, I've never been to Virginia Tech, uh, but just watching them on on YouTube, you know, you can kind of you get just a little mm, of of what it's like. And I know Nebraska's trying things. Uh, I think what last year they did a thunderstruck right after the third quarter, something like that on the night games with the the, the lights. And and can't blame me. I tried reaching out to some of our SB Nation partners uh, from Wisconsin and Virginia Tech, asking what was some of that initial response when you tried these new, what what are now traditions. And so the question is is Serious by Alan Parsons Project really the best song for Nebraska to run out onto the field to? Are you asking me? <laughs> I'm asking you. I'm asking the Chatterfields. I'm asking everybody. Well, I think people know what to expect. And I guess, you know, now that you put it, you now that you talked about it for a bit, I guess I do remember the tunnel walk coming into place. And before that, we really just didn't do anything that I recall. I mean, you used to just kind of be confused. Now, at least you get the warm up, you know, it's time to get ready. It's kind of like the lights flickering when you're at a, a bar concert, you know, come back in, yep. you know, kind of thing. Get prepared for more fun. You know, it was uh, or or if you're out drinking in the parking lot, you hear that you know, that song going off and it's, it's time to put your alcohol away and get the, your ass in your seat. So uh, about songs though, I, I don't know. This is the kind of stuff that I guess I could just go to the game. Oh my God. Josh Hansen says fire and rain by James Taylor. He's kidding. I hope uh, he's kidding. Uh, by the way, I asked the question, is it the best song? Uh, John Schmidt on YouTube says, Yes. Uh, TFT says it's nineties to its core, uh, which I mean, it, the movie, the, the song was released in 1982. So I'll take a little bit of issue with that one. <laughs> what about, uh, Darth Vader's theme? The Imperial March. Yeah. whatever. <laughs> uh, I, at this point you may have been able to get away with it, uh, 30 years ago when it was, right, uh, yeah. uh 20th century fox but i don't think disney's gonna let that go without paying no, big bucks for they it don't, yeah they don't they defend everything with their lives um so here we go uh yes tft uh says that the 90s bulls did make it famous uh fred sacco says i love serious but i think it'd be great if we lost it for a while then brought it back huge pop and we'd be uh we'd all be in line again um uh, cornhusker corner says we should run out to the titanic music I, is that like the music that the, the the string quartet was playing as the Titanic was going down? Or if, are you talking about Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On? Because if you are, that that sure as hell better be My Five Heart Will Go On. How about how about Wagner's uh, Ride of the Valkyries? I'm okay with that. Uh, I'll even overlook the fact that he may or may not have... I'll even overlook the fact that he may or may not have been a Nazi, depending on when he lived. I don't know. I don't... I think he was way before that. I probably, I, I was making, I'm sorry, it was a bad joke. Um, Brian Anderson checking in on Facebook says the most intimidating sound for the tunnel walk would be Mike Tyson's entrance music, where it's just chains jangling and clashing. Um, I think what could be fun, and I'm not, I'm just having fun here, Brian, uh, but use the theme music for Mike Tyson's punch out. There's a very select uh, few in the crowd who would appreciate that. So I took a little bit of uh, initiative, dare I say, John, and I actually pulled up 
uh, Billboard's uh, Hot 100 from 1994. Okay. Would you believe? Now, let, this is this is where we're jumping in the time machine. And all, I, look, this time machine's big enough for you, me, and all the Chatterfields everywhere. Okay. Our way back machine going all the way back to 1994. Woo. Uh, by the way, here's a Shea Blutarski says Pink Floyd one of these days. Um, <laughs> Fred says wants us to, uh, uh, he said, I bet John wants us to run out to the vagina monologues. <laughs> and uh, okay. again, Cornhusker Corner says, uh, uh, oh, Flight of the Bumblebee or the Entertainer, which I believe is Scott Joplin. Um, now, going back okay. to the billboard. 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 The billboard. Billboard. Um, some some songs that won't work. Number 11 for the year, R. Kelly's Bump and Grind. Don't remember it. I bet the listeners, the viewers, they know exactly what I'm talking about. It's one. Hey, John, tonight when we get done. I, let, me, let me ask you this. Is your wife still no, awake? I don't know. Well, when we when we get done here, and we'll we'll wrap it up quickly so that you can go and uh, get on your YouTube, uh, on your on your mobile device, and put in R. Kelly's. This is this is what it looks like. R. Kelly's bump and grind, and just start playing that. Walk up to your wife slowly, because it, it starts. Uh, my mind's telling me no, but my body, my body's telling me yes. Think about that. You, you go. Okay, you go to yeah. Miss Coronation. And by the way. Um, I apologize to everybody for that. <laughs> That's right. I God, dang, God bless you, Fred. Fred said former uh, head coach pushed for bump and grind for five years. <laughs> um, but that was number 11. Ace of Base had three songs in the top 10 uh, in the in the year 1994. Three okay. of them. I just want you to know that none of them would work. I don't think for our purposes, um, but the top 10 includes, you know, groups like all for one boys to men, uh, Tony Braxton, Brian Adams, Rod Stewart and sting, uh, Celine Dion, Mariah Carey. You really have to go down quite a bit. It's, it's very pop heavy, which is not what I want when I'm going to a sporting event because pop's not going to pump me up. Um, so, and this is, this is a bit of a cop out, but you, if you jump all the way down to number 42 and we can't play this cause we're streaming live on YouTube and they'll kick us off. Um, but you remember tag team is on jock jams tag teams. Whoop, there it is. Yes. That's, that's number four. That, that would be an option. Um, you know, I remember seeing that when I was a 12 year old, just make you feel old, John. Um, yeah, more R. Kelly. <laughs> how about, how, how about, uh, 38? What's number 38? <laughs> I would do anything for love. <laughs> But I won't do that by meatloaf. Again, that's that's probably where uh, Fred Sack is going to jump. Be like, yep, same, same there with a former or fifty. All right, are you looking at? Uh, um, I looked it up. So you're looking Loser. at Wikipedia too? Loser by Beck. Yeah, that'd be a good one for after the game. We, you could be pointing at him. Yeah, when they come on the field. Have you ever heard the song? Are you familiar with it? Loser? Yeah. I'm a Beck guy. Okay. Well, it says, I'm a loser. So I feel like if Nebraska right. was playing that, then they'd be talking about themselves. It's sarcasm. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fred says, my God, it's June. Greg just theoretically sang. <laughs> <coughs> 
Oh, wow. I didn't know Jimmy Cliff's I Can See Clearly Now is uh, from 1994. I thought that was a, a long time ago. Might have been a remaster. Um, It's entirely possible that I just maybe, I mean, I have the right list, but it's probably not the, the right list for this conversation. <laughs> um, Yeah, mostly, I mean, like number 77, Mary Jane's Last Dance. That's not really going to get anybody pumped up for football, I don't think. No. Let's see. Um, what Josh is says, love? <laughs> Josh says it's got to have red in the title. The obvious answer is red, red wine. Uh, speaking of red wine, red wine 65 says when I come around. Um, yeah. And I do apologize for the singing, everybody. I'm sorry. Uh, Josh says that the only rock band left is Foo Fighters. I'd be okay with some Foo Fighters. And Foo Fighters has been around long enough. I mean, they're back in the 90s. Um, I, I don't know if Foo Fighters would be post-1994. But I guess that's the beauty of it. You don't have to necessarily pull a song from 1994. Nebraska didn't in 94. I just think, look, they changed up the song, and they won a national championship. They won the national championship that year. They did. That's true. So, and so maybe that's you want to just you, – you think it's going to just, like, peel off on them? Or do you – I, I think I think what we need is a little change. Um, my 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 hope is to look for for the all the years I've been podcasting for Nebraska football or Nebraska athletics, I should say, not just football. And, and it's been a lot. It's been a lot of years that I've been podcasting. And thank you, everybody who've been around uh, from the beginning. And I I just think it's time for something fresh. Something to maybe scare the blue hairs a little bit. Um, and and look, are we ever going to get everybody up and jumping like Wisconsin? No. Or like uh, uh, Virginia Tech? No. But let's get some, let's do something that's a little bit more than. I, what? People know what to expect. I don't care. All right. So uh, I got to find, I got to, there's an, uh, vamp for a minute while I pull this quote because I want to get I want to get the uh person that who said this quote correct. Okay. Maybe maybe we could have songs that people could all sing together. Rear Admiral Grace Murray Hopper. Yes. Says the most damaging phrase or dangerous phrase in the language in the English language is we've always done it this way. Yeah. In 30 years, maybe not be always, but it's long enough that it's ingrained in people's minds. It's it's what a generation or two has only ever known. It's okay to strike out and do something different. So when Nebraska finally has a home game against you know a, a team they're going to pay a lot of money to come and hopefully get a W, I want to hear something different. I want to experience something different. Okay. <laughs> I had a thought there and then it went away. Well, well, find it. <laughs> well, I was thinking, you know, if you had a song that everybody could sing together, that would be like a classic, you know. Like like what? What song? Well, I, along the themes of like pay me my money down. 
Pay me, pay me my money down. Pay me or go to jail. Pay me my money down. There's more. There obviously that's the chorus, but something a lot that had a chorus. You know what I mean? I just want. Oh my God! Cornhusker Corner goes Delta Dawn by Tanya Taylor. Uh, or yeah, it says the ones that uh, Bill Bush uh, sing along recommendation. Uh, John Schmidt says, "Do we have headphones?" I do. That's okay. Um, Josh home says, <laughs> oh, "I like that home on home, home on the range." Josh says, "All we have left are like three traditions and a fan base that sells out." Uh, keep serious. Maybe my hair turn. It, my, maybe my hair is turning blue. Um, I like. I don't. I, I like this. Fred with uh, a rotating song or specifically making it game specific. Like you play the same song when Iowa's in town or Minnesota's in town. Um, there's got to be a song about shit kicking Iowa. <laughs> we could write one. Shit kicking Iowa. Oh, we could maybe get the Killigans to perform. No, we we just write one ourselves. Here we go, Jason. I, uh, look, I I I'm I'm highlighting this before I'm reading it, but it was long, so I figured it's a good comment. I hope I don't pay the price. Jason Reiner says, "Guys, guys, guys, hands down, the music from the song Orgasmatron from Motorhead. No lyrics or chorus. Uh, no lyrics, of course. I'm sorry, uh, but the music is kick ass. Period. Point blank." Listen to it and give me your thoughts. Well, okay, we'll do that for next week. Put it on your tick tick. <laughs> yeah, okay. Put it on the tick tick. Orgasmatron. Uh, listen to I know I, I know Ace of Spades. Or or gas or gasmatron. Orgasmatron. Motorhead. Who? Motorhead. Motorhead. I was thinking Metallica. Motorhead. Lenny. I, now look, I I completely understand that probably most of the fan base are not what would be considered metalheads, or you know, but and and society has definitely shifted in like a pop, hip hop, R and B type of you know direction. But I, look, I don't, I don't. That doesn't get me pumped and, and moving, um, and and. Don't don't come out with a country song. You save that for a volleyball day in Nebraska. Okay. Oh, Jason. Uh, I think maybe Jason's just a motorhead himself. Born to raise hell is another uh, option. Uh, Fred says, "Hey, with three top ten uh, songs, you know, in the charts in 1994, maybe Ace of Base in uh, Ace of Base. Oh, Ace. Oh, god, dang it." Uh, I completely read that back. Uh, I'd go with Ace of Spades for an overall interest. <laughs> I completely read that wrong. <laughs> uh, ooh, John, you want to answer this question? What is this Bi- corncast? Billy has ideas. Says, is this corncast? This is uh, this is the Five Heart Podcast from Corn Nation. This is a guy on Twitch. I this is the first comment we've ever had from Twitch. Anybody noticing us on Twitch ever? I mean, I, I put us on Twitch tonight. Is that all right? Was I not supposed to do that? No, it's okay. Twitch is the one where they have to send you money, right? Like OnlyFans? <laughs> they don't have to. Okay. But normally, people do make money streaming on Twitch. Billy has ideas. You missed it. John did change his shirt earlier in the show. <laughs> um, so go back, watch the replay, and then like Venmo him a dollar. <laughs> 
You guys need to hit like on, on Facebook and YouTube. If you're on either of those platforms. John Schmidt says Judas Priest painkiller. Uh, Josh says God's going to cut you down by Johnny Cash is country and would kick ass. Stop genre bashing. Shut up, Josh. <laughs> I can say that. Uh, and then Fred yelled at me some more. I mean, in his own polite way. So. Okay. Uh, and then Fred says, I imagine John kicking Eichhorst into the void, screaming, this is Cobcast, but it's not. Fred, this is what? the Five Heart Podcast. The Cobcast doesn't exist anymore, no matter how much we would like it to. I am surprised that nobody has mentioned Ramstein. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I could all yell stuff in German. That's probably, I don't know if that's a good idea. Anyway. Uh, uh, did you see the, uh, was it Off Tackle Empire was uh, uh, pointing out things about our new Herbie? And they said they went back to uh, blonde hair and blue eyes because they're mostly German uh, immigrant settled. And I was like, Ramstein would kind of be perfect then. Uh, oh my God, my thought went away again. I don't know, but uh, Billy has ideas contributing from Twitch. I met Ramstein last night. <laughs> Duhas, Duhas, Mitch. There you go, Fred. Okay. Uh, hey, wait, wait. We got another Twitcher. <laughs> Germs Gaming 478 says, holy crap, it's Luke Combs, which I'm guessing is probably a reference to you. I don't know who Luke Combs is. I'm sure it's a country singer. Okay. Let's find out. <laughs> I really have no idea. That I can't believe 44 of you people or 50 of you people are still here. This is June. It is just, it's oh definitely, my God. Oh, wait. Uh, wait. Yeah, he's definitely talking about you. You oh, definitely look okay. like Luke Combs. You have the Do beard. I? The beard yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so this has been a lot of fun. We had so much interaction tonight, John. Yeah, that is true. That uh, is so think about it. Uh, go ahead. What were you going to say? I don't know. It's like thoughts appear like butterflies. You don't know, so he chases them away. <laughs> okay. I think we don't have a consensus on the new uh, Tunnel Walk song. No. Uh, That's why I it's think... difficult. I think it's really difficult to pick songs that, you know, everybody everybody can agree and the other problem is today everybody is offended by something somewhere and you can't even figure out what they're going to be offended by ahead of time so you pick a song and all of a sudden somebody goes oh that person did this back in 1943 and that was terrible and then you you know everybody goes we we may have to go back to your idea and just uh open up the the bank account write the check to uh, Disney and get the Imperial March from the Star Wars soundtrack. That might be the only thing that, you know, everybody recognizes crosses all demographics. You may be onto something. Well, it is. It's really hard. We got to go. TFG's we played, over here uh, testing Nickelback for God's sakes. <laughs> you know, we played, my mom and I, I, I told the story, I think, last week or something like that, a couple of weeks ago about my mom and I being, my mom was a DJ when I was young, and we played wedding dances. And we always started out the night with 50s music. 
because that was older people music and we needed like grandparents and stuff like that. We'd get up and at least do a waltz or something or do a, a dance or they'd like to hear something from the 50s. So we started with 50s music and everybody likes it. Everybody I mean, anymore. You probably don't hear it enough. So nobody knows 50s music like, you know, Elvis Presley type stuff. Um, but it it is very, very hard to pick music that is that is cross generations. So. I mean, we could we could do uh, walk the moon's shut up and dance and just change it to shut up and kick ass. Huh? How about that? Just change the words. Yeah. That's I like it. All right. Uh, John, I've, I've highlighted a few uh, comments oh from earlier. God. What, what, what I miss? What? There's more? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's been a great night. Okay. The, the Chatterfields have been uh, uh, off the hook, as the kids say these days. Um, but none of this is related to our current topic, so I did kind of just postpone it till the end. Um, we we're talking about the schedule and potential, yeah. you know, records with me. So Tony uh, from YouTube says Nebraska needs to be Colorado. I think we'll all agree. Oh, my God, they do. Yeah to that one uh red wine 65 says i'm okay with better matchups if we have a good coach in the big 10 we played osu uh, eight times compared to indiana two times that was not fun um and there's been much you know said that, about you know that's because everybody wants to see nebraska play. everybody wants to see good nebraska play ohio state because pe people all over the place will comment we get youtube comments on that that they want Nebraska to be good at football because, you know, it makes them feel like college football is good because we're goodness. We're just goodness, uh, like personified or something, whatever word fits there. But, you know, we played Ohio State because people were expecting good games, and we need to fulfill our part of the bargain from now on. Remember that, that one Rule's that job. Remember that one that Joe Bowserman threw like 10 balls into the stands? That was fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, by the way, Josh gave me crap saying anyone who says off the hook instead of things like no cap is too old to pick updated music. I don't know what no cap is. All I know is that I'm not wearing a cap. No cap uh, defines my headwear uh, situation presently. So shut up, Josh. Uh, <laughs> Fred says uh, eight and four, probably okay with new conference dynamic, but it's like the old big 12. If we get the right rotation, we can crush it. If it's uh, softer than the previous murderer's row schedule. So, no, I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. Uh, let's see the new one. I don't know any of the, I don't, Slipknot, you know, the problem with Slipknot is they're from Iowa. They are? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I, I would have a hard time putting Slipknot in Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. Um, it just, it would feel dirty. I don't even, realistically, I mean, like I listened to Slipknot 20 years ago, you know, when they were cool or when I was cool or one of the combination of the two. I don't, I don't really want any. No, I'll, I'll leave that one alone. Never mind. Um, all right. I think this was a legit TFT coming in, uh, making up for that Slipknot thing. Uh, Terrell Farley's taint, uh, Daniel Kalen, if I'm pronouncing that right, in Elite 11 yep. Pro Day, 15 of 20 uh, passes. Elite 11 staff scored him a 43 out of 50 available points. Current standings are uh, the Hammond kid, who's a Texas Tech commit with 45 points, and Kalen, the Nebraska commit with 43 points. So That's an excellent Elite 11 Pro Day. Yep. I don't know how many people know this song, but uh, I still believe by the call. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm officially leaning one of two directions. <laughs> Imperial March or uh, Foo Fighters. And I'll have... Imperial March like Star Wars? Yeah. Is that what you mean? That was your idea, John. Oh, it was that okay, good. Well, I... And God, I... see, again, there's so much love to spread around. It's really being spread on uh, Terrell Farley's taint. The love is really being spread on Terrell Farley's taint tonight, uh, where Cornhusker Corner says, thank you, Terrell Farley's taint. What an informative taint. <laughs> uh, Josh says, Josh says he wants a hip hop remix of you, John, saying there is no hope. Fuck everything. <laughs> Which probably could be done if, if I knew how to auto tune anything. Yeah, if um, we knew how to do that thing. If we knew how to do that. And uh, Fred, that's my homework for the next week is to come up with the specific, the right song. Look, it could be my hero, but I feel like that's been done. And I want, I want to step out and and maybe find something different. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love my hero, but. Uh, you know, I think Varsity Blues did sort of really uh, put that song in a box. So I, I'll, I'll find something else. Uh, might some say Big Bright Taint? I don't know, TFT. Um, all I know is that we're closing in on 90 minutes of this nonsense for the <laughs> middle of June. And uh, John's getting a little slap happy and I'm out of beer in this particular can. So uh, maybe I that's have to. I have to meet an air conditioner guy at 8 a.m. No, what you need to do. Uh, all right, John, do you have your mobile what? device handy? Yes. Open up I the YouTube. My... Open up the YouTube. Type in R. Kelly, bump and grind. <laughs> Don't play it yet. As soon as we're done, go hey, find. Look, a... look, look what's on there. Is that you? No, it's the. <laughs> Oh, it's us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I'm, okay. R. Kelly. Bump right, and grind. Yeah. yeah. And go, uh, go, go find Mrs. Uh, Coronation, and and just, just report back next week on on the happenings. Not a, not graphic detail, if you know what I mean. But you know, just be like, did it work? No, she's exhausted. <laughs> Yeah, that's what my um, wife says. John Schmidt says I can't even find you on Twitch. We I don't know how Twitch works. We just I think I set it up as a destination a long time ago and it's just still in here. I I'm, do I'm, know that I do know that Twitch, like in the last two or three weeks, I think, changed their policies for how streamers make money and uh, their platform is just gonna die. Because you can't cut off your content for creators from making money and expect your platform to live. So I'm getting yelled at by by uh Terrell Farley's taint to highlight Let's Go Girls as the new tunnel walk song. Okay. Let's go girls by Shania Cindy Lopper. Shania Twain. <laughs> Not Shania Twain, it's Shania, but that's all right. We'll we'll let it go. All right. <laughs> Fred. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right we have had just a lot of fun um yeah corn husker corner says good luck r kelly's no joke that shit works so Wait, i didn't even bring up anything by black pink okay 
Well, it looks like you have like, homework for next week too, John. Yeah, I like I like Blackpink. Okay. 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 All right. And and gosh, Josh is over here, uh, a country female artist shaming us because he says it's the song is "Man, I Feel Like a Woman." So, I, again, I don't think that this is necessarily the song for the tunnel walk but hey if it won a popular vote crazier things have happened okay john is it go home time <laughs> yeah it's, it's 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 uh yes that's what uh tft is saying and, and by the way uh in talking with uh, tweety uh Terrell farley's taint he says that uh fatty rise of the bus is not the appropriate outing uh out, out for this show is that that send off or sign off died with the Cobcast. I just wanted you to know you didn't hear it. I mean, you heard it from me, but it's not my message. To, all right, moving on. <laughs> Thank you, all, everybody, so much for a really fun uh, episode of the Five Heart Podcast. Uh, we've laughed a lot, uh, and we've shared some really bad ideas and a couple of good ones, too. Uh, so, John, you're going to uh, uh, remember Blackpink for next week. Put it in your tick tick. Um <laughs> And I okay. am going to try to find the perfect Foo Fighter song uh, that could be the new Tunnel Walk. Uh, that's not overdone, uh, if you will, or again, in the box. So for all of you uh, who have joined us uh, tonight uh, live, God, we appreciate you. We know there's a lot of entertainment options you have. You could have gone to an early showing of The Flash in a movie theater near you, and yet you decided to spend it with us. We're cheaper Hopefully we're as entertaining uh, before the founder and fearless leader of corn Dan nation corn. No, of corn nation. He is the seed that got us all to the game. Okay. John, John damn Johnston for him, for myself, Greg Mahashko. Thank you all for joining us uh, live or the less fun after the show version, which is, you know, the audio that drops on Friday. We appreciate you greatly. We'll see you next week here on the five heart podcast, where we remind each and every week that five heart is all the heart you need. John go big red. And with that, look, we both sang for you all tonight. I want you, I want you to think about that. We both sang for you. To, it doesn't get any better than that.